Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 193 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we continue our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials, covering Doctrine and Covenants, Section 76, in July the 5th to July the 11th um, part of the, of the Come Follow Me manual. And today we're going to move on to the section which describes the, the individuals in the Celestial Kingdom. Um, as we reach the end of the previous section we just looked at, when we look at the Sons of Perdition and um, Outer Darkness, in verse 48 it says, Wherefore the end, the width, the height, the depth, and the misery thereof they understand not, neither any man except those who are ordained to this condemnation. So basically, we can't really understand just how deep and wide and never-ending this misery will be for those individuals. Something interesting my son said yesterday, though, is that Actually, for, for those people, it's better that Christ doesn't go to see them or that they don't have that experience with the Saviour when they are put into this, this place because they would probably not want to be in his presence. They would probably not want to be there and they probably would despise him perhaps because that is the state that they are in when they are sent to this outer darkness. And so what we will do as we go through the following three kingdoms, the celestial today, terrestrial tomorrow and the celestial the day after, is look at how... Whilst we obviously want to aim for the celestial glory, we understand as well that those people that don't attain this kingdom will probably be the most comfortable and most secure and peaceful in the kingdom to which they are um, prescribed to. And actually, this prescription I just mentioned isn't probably a prescription, but it's actually the state that they are in rather than an actual kingdom itself. Um, So we'll have a look and say and talk about this. Uh, These are they who received the testimony of Jesus and believed on his name and were baptized after the manner of his burial, being buried in the water in his name, and this according to the commandments which he has given. So this is obviously the individuals who will be um, able to receive celestial glory. And this is an important part that, and actually this is an important principle, that the only kingdom that requires ordinances of salvation is the celestial kingdom. Others can attain the terrestrial kingdom without being baptised, without um, having followed the gospel path. And we'll see, again, we'll go in more detail on that tomorrow when we talk about the terrestrial bodies of the terrestrial kingdom. But those individuals who receive the celestial kingdom will be baptised. And of course, doesn't mean it's in this life, but of course, after this life, that's why the work that we do, the genealogical work and the temple work that we do is so foundational uh, to this plan. Otherwise, it would indeed be a very unfair plan. But of course, God uh, is a just God uh, and he provides mercy to all of those who would believe in in Christ's name. Um, Of course, 52 refers to receiving the Holy Ghost as well. And then in verse 53, it says, And who overcome by faith and are sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise, which the Father sheds forth upon all those who are just and true. Um, This is referring to further ordinances and promises made in the temple. President James E. Faust said this, quote, I wish to say a word about the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the sealing and ratifying power of the Holy Ghost. To have a covenant or ordinance sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise is a compact through which the inherent blessings will be obtained. For example, when the covenant of marriage for time and eternity, the culminating gospel ordinance, is sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise, it can literally open the windows of heaven for great blessings to flow to a married couple who seek for those blessings. Such marriages become rich, whole and sacred. Though each party to the marriage can maintain his or her separate identity, 
yet together in their covenants they can be like two vines which wound inseparably around each other. Each thinks of his or her companion before thinking of self. Close quote. This is, of course, um, what is important for trying to attain the highest degree within the celestial kingdom. And we do learn later in this that there are other degrees within these kingdoms themselves. Um, but of course, for our understanding, there are three main categories, I suppose. Um, and here we see some of the incredible blessings which are received by those in, celest in the celestial kingdom. Um, it says in verse 58, Wherefore, as it is written, they are gods, even the sons of God. Wherefore, all things are theirs, whether life or death, or things present or things to come. All are theirs, and they are Christ's, and Christ is God's, and they shall overcome all things. Wherefore, let no glory, let no man glory in man, but rather let him glory in God, who shall subdue all enemies under his feet. So, it's an important um, beginning or, or thinking about how we, how we can make sure we are ready uh, for this. Now, having said all of this, this may sound too good to be true or perhaps out of our reach um you know of course if we were to try and attain the celestial kingdom on our own then we wouldn't do it <laughs> um i remember i think i might mention this previously on a on a previous podcast episode but on my mission uh we knocked on the door of a, of a couple who were christians and i believe they were evangelical christians and they asked you know what would you do if you got to the gates of heaven and they obviously their their understanding of heaven is different, but I I know that they were referring to kind of what we refer to as the celestial kingdom, the the, the opportunity to live with God uh, for eternity in His kingdom, uh, and they asked, "What would you say?" Now, being younger in the gospel and perhaps a bit more unsure about how the atonement worked, I said, "Oh well, I'd say that I tried my best, and I hope that it was enough." Um, and they were disappointed with that response. And having reflected on that, I'm a bit disappointed with that response as well, because yes, there, there is a role in in our in our on, there is a role on our part to live the best we can. There is a role on our part to receive the ordinances of salvation uh, and to seek to to do the best that we can in our life. But that is all that we're required to do, because the most important thing that we can do is have this personal relationship with the Saviour where we understand that he is our Saviour and it is through him and by his atonements that all will be made right, that we can be made perfect and cleansed only by and through him. Um, of course, we need to show our dedication to him by being baptised, by seeking further blessings through the temple uh, and then living the best life that we can. But that's why the gospel is the good news. It is the most important thing. It is why we have repentance, the opportunity to develop and improve. And as it says in verse 69 and 70, these are they who are just men made perfect through Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant who wrought out this perfect atonement through the shedding of his own blood. These are they whose bodies are celestial, whose glory is that of the sun, even the glory of God, the highest of all, whose glory of the sun of the firmament is written as of being typical. Now, I'd like to point out here that it doesn't say these are they who's, who get sent to a celestial kingdom. It says these are they whose bodies are celestial. And again, this, this makes me think about how is it, when we talk about these kingdoms, does that mean that we stay within this realm and can't, you know, we can't see anyone outside of this realm? I don't know. We don't know exactly how these kingdoms work. 
it may well be that we could visit others from other kingdoms. But what the important thing is, is that we are celestial, our bodies are celestial, our we are made perfect through Christ and we are able to enjoy eternal life. And the thing that makes it the highest degree, I believe, of the celestial kingdom is that we have our family with us. And that is what makes it the highest degree of glory or the highest degree of joy and eternal happiness is that our families will be there with us. And that's what makes it the highest degree. Um, Brian K. Ashton said this, quote, given the distance between what we are as mortals and what Heavenly Father has become, it is not surprising that some feel that becoming like the Father is unattainable. Nevertheless, the scriptures are clear. If we cleave in faith to Christ, repent and seek God's grace through obedience, eventually we will become like the Father. I take great comfort in the fact that those who strive to be obedient will receive grace for grace and ultimately receive of his fullness. In other words, we won't become like the Father on our own. Rather, it will come through gifts of grace, some big but mostly small, that build upon one another until we have a fullness. But brothers and sisters, it will come. Close quote. I absolutely love this quote because it really shows to me how this will work, how God's plan works for us. We are not expected to overcome every single sin and misdeed in our lives on our own because we can't. We all will make mistakes. And even when we end our lives, we will not be perfect. But if we have striven, strived, striven, strived to do so, as we have repented on a daily basis, recognize the saviour as the cleansing power in our lives and when we have made those mistakes even mistakes that we make many many times try again the next day invite the saviour into our lives and seek for his forgiveness we will make it and that is such a wonderful blessing and and a knowledge to have um it gives me a lot of peace because i'm not perfect um and so knowing that i can try again the next day seek my saviour's forgiveness and those around me who i may have hurt uh, we can move forward. I'm so grateful for that gospel and that knowledge. Join us tomorrow as we continue through this wonderful vision uh, and we'll seek to find out uh, what we can learn more about it. Uh, join us uh, on Facebook, Church Jesus Christ Study Session with Come and Follow Me and you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Let us know what you've studied and what you think of the study that we've gone through. Thank you for your time and until we meet again. <laughs>